What's up, Stop Sinking Show? Today, I want to talk to you about anchoring tasks. Finding an anchored purpose within your routine. And your routine is, in a sense, religion. Your routine is the most dedication and commitment that you can have to God. If you think about a religious person, the first external sign that you can see, the, the first exhibition of their religion is through the rituals that they, that they carry. Their commitment and their dedication to carrying out those rituals, those habits. And it isn't the worship itself that's remarkable either. It's the consistency that they, that you build into your day to maintain that routine. It is the space that you give it in your life. How before you eat, you perform your religion. How when you awake, you consider your remembrance. The divinity itself is in the place you have let it occupy in your existence. The divine shows up through your dedication. It is in your dedication. And it is your dedication that is the greatest sign of any devotion to any deity. It is the way you carry your duty, what you consider your duty, what you consider to carry on religiously. Now, what inspired some of this is I sit here on my desk every night, and at a certain time, I see my mother come into the room, and she tends to have these, regardless of the turbulence in her day, she can be found carrying on a daily on a daily basis all the rituals which from the outside seem like they are being carried on with ease and that doesn't necessarily mean her devotion to god even though what i just mentioned me sitting here in this room she doesn't forget to bow her head at the end of the night when i'm sitting here before she goes to sleep and she comes in here and turns off the light to the temple to, in a way to say goodnight to God. That is one of the things that got me to think about it. But it's not just her devotion to God in which this carries out this respect and space for her routine, her devotion to herself. For example, she built into her schedule turning on a switch in the bathroom for the water heater and turning it off an hour later, just so I can have hot water when I shower much later in the night. Or before sleeping, she'll bring me a water bottle and psyllium husk to drink, or putting a water bottle and a, and a cup full of water by the bed every night. She can add in or remove almost any task or habit, almost, it seems like, with ease. Like she had been doing it her entire life and it doesn't skip a beat it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's hard for her so how does she do it 
And it's funny because I notice these things and I tend to some, somewhat be good at this. And after speaking to her about it, I discovered that her and I use a similar tactic, which is similar and it's kind of like anchoring tasks. Stacking your habits and attaching them to another habit that you already have. Building habits around other habits to make them stick. Like doing this after doing that. So now after I eat dinner, I go and take out my clothes for sleep. I clean the back of the door, my OCD. I clean the back of the door and I hang my towel. It just happens after I'm done eating. Helps me digest my food too. Now don't get me wrong. This doesn't have to do with just simple executable tasks that get added on to like other things that you can attach to something that you do before or after. This can include some of the larger time blocks needed for other things that you are trying to accomplish. Your goal of anchoring tasks is so you can give them a space in your life that they can occupy. It's in that respect that you give it. In which shows up your division, your devotion. It's in the space that you give it. That is the greatest measure of your devotion. For example, I hit the workout mat at 12 p.m. exactly. No matter what happens, I'm on the yoga mat, ready for my workout. The, after, the hour after my workout, I do self-care things. The first, hour after, the first hour of my day, after the self-care things, I brainstorm a podcast. Between 2.30 and 3.30 p.m., I do creative execution, which is like recording a podcast or a video or something. The last half hour of each four-hour time block, I do some creative editing. I start winding down by a certain time before I go to bed. All these things are automated. Alexa literally plays dance music by 11.55 a.m. And it triggers me to know, okay, it's, it's time to start transitioning to the next activity. Same way at night. At 9.30 p.m., Alexa starts playing thunderstorm sounds, which is the, my white noise of choice. And I know it's time to get up from the couch or start doing last-minute activities so I can be in bed by 10. Like this, everything starts to take its own place. Now, admittedly, that was my schedule before I had to move across the world in a rush. And uh, now I live a nocturnal life and my whole schedule is upside down. So, But that was my schedule, one that I'm craving, one that inspired this podcast of anchoring tasks and how when you don't anchor tasks, there's a cost to pay. So what's the benefit of anchoring tasks and routines? For one, and what I'm craving the most, is feeling like you are in the right place at the right time. To be present. There has to be undivided attention. And for that, you have to respect what is currently present. And to build that respect, to feel like you can be totally here to build that respect, you need to schedule the thing that you are here for. You have to schedule it so when that time shows up, your whole body and your whole mind knows this is exactly where you are supposed to be. So there isn't any dissonance. 
so you can work when you're supposed to work and relax when you're supposed to relax and not be caught in the middle of those when you don't fully feel there in any of them. There's a restlessness. It's this anxiety that alarms you. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not aligned with what is currently going on. Without anchor tasks, without scheduled things, without doing the thing that is supposed to be done at that specific time, you are constantly in this back and forth in your mind where you don't fully feel at rest. One of the greatest benefits of having an anchored task and having specific times for everything is that making place for something takes out the willpower required to get it done. If I'm not at my workout mat without thought by 12 p.m., if I, if I have to think about it, now will got to show up and save the day. My willpower got to show up and save the day. And having to use my willpower to charge my workout now depletes my ability to have access to it. Later in the day, when I have other things that probably will show up, some unplanned tasks or some kind of derailment in my day. It's ego depletion. That's why I'm more likely to snack and eat bad things later at night, or at least that's what I blame it on. Not my sweet tooth. I don't have it in me to fight for the good things anymore by the end of the day. Especially on days I'm more spent or days I didn't respect my anchor tasks. And when you have anchor tasks... It allows you to really know what else you can do. When you can really visually see on a calendar what you can do and what you are currently doing, it allows you to know what a true day is. And once you have a true day that doesn't require constant feeling in the mood to do something and constant willpower to accomplish something, then you can finally find holes in that day, the areas of opportunity in that day, and what else can be reasonably accomplished in that day. Chances are that you will find there is enough room to do a lot more things that you didn't realize before. It's this Parkinson's law that work takes up as much room and time allotted for it. So if you tell yourself you have four hours to do something, you will take up those four hours. If you tell yourself it takes a half hour to do something, chances are you will make a lot more progress in that half hour than if you had given yourself that four-hour block and it was just the first 10%, 15% of your entire time. So you may be feeling busy doing things currently and looking like you're working but not actually getting much done. Busy does not equal business. So ultimately, anchoring tasks can allow you to find these hidden parts in your day that were being wasted or probably squandered away. And it ultimately leads you to the biggest peace that you can feel inside. Knowing that you are doing what you set out for yourself without feeling the tiresome drag of forcing yourself or pulling yourself to do it. 
by giving each thing its respectable and acceptable time slot, it allows for that thing to get done almost on autopilot. Almost like all the planning is done and all you have to do is show up and do it. You don't have to determine on a daily basis what it is that needs to get done. Once a week, you're in manager mode. And in manager mode, you set up all the tasks required for the employee to show up and do. Then all you have to do is put it on the employee and put on the employee hat when it's your time and show up and get the work done. Similar to what got me consistent to working out for so long. What got me to remain consistent is knowing that I had some trusted program to follow and all I had to do was show up and follow the program. If I went to each workout each day and each move and depending on figuring it out as I go, I would only do what I felt like I was what I felt like doing in the moment. Planning is helpful to get the most uncomfortable parts included in the grand scheme of all of your goals. So you can do the difficult workouts. When I for example, when I worked in the field, when I had a job and I worked in a field and I had to visit stores, had to visit locations, If I just decided where I would go on that day, if I woke up that day knowing I had to drive hours away to some places and cross multiple bridges, the places furthest away would never get visited. It's what was the anchored expected task that got me to respect the random Tuesday on which, even though I was late, I went to the furthest location two hours away because of respecting the overall plan and just showing up and executing. What I got accomplished on a weekly basis actually contributed to the overall monthly goals. And none of it depended on how I felt on a daily basis. Your daily adds up to your weekly and monthly. But you can't depend on figuring out the weekly and monthly on a daily. It takes a different part of you, a detached from the emotions of that day part of you, to build a plan for the overall scope of that week, of the month. That's the manager's job, the 10,000-foot view manager's job. The employee is always lazy and always lost in the drama of that day, the parking situation, the the traffic, the the feeling in his stomach that day, how he felt and slept the night before, his argument with his girlfriend before leaving the house, all that. None of these temperamental, temporary things can rule the week or the month. Don't depend on the employee to do the planning. It will prove disastrous. Your whole business will fly by the seat of your pants. So to have peace, you need anchor tasks that pay respect to the overall goals. So what are some ways to do it? As mentioned above, stack them against other habits. Stack the things that you are trying to add on to your life and build a new place for, along with things that already have a place. Do them before or after. Use your automatic home devices, your smart devices to set up routines. But I will, I will give a word of caution with this, and you have to be careful. If you are unreasonable with yourself and you have music that's supposed to trigger you to work out or thunderstorms that's supposed to trigger you to go to sleep 
and you leave them playing too long and you find yourself snoozing it or ignoring it, you will grow distrustful of yourself and resent the attempt, even the attempt to have these routines in the first place. It will have a counterproductive effect and may actually trigger your anxiety and bad feelings about yourself and because you were too ambitious and too enthusiastic when setting the goals when you're starting out. So be reasonable with yourself. Set reasonable goals. Build slowly. Add one thing to the plan. Stick to it for three weeks at least. Then stack one more thing on top of it. Don't force yourself into a relationship with yourself that is unmanageable or too demanding. Remember to be nice to yourself. And understand based off of your past track record that you won't do half the things that you ask of yourselves anyway. It's okay. Build a system around that. Only ask yourself to do one thing and then slowly start adding something. The goal isn't to have a great first enthusiastic month on this plan. The goal is to have a great year. We overestimate what we can do in the short term and underestimate what we can do in longer time frames. Just be kind to yourself. And slowly allow yourself to pick up the pace. Just start with something as simple as sleeping at a specific time or eating at a specific time. Or, and over time, you can start to anchor tasks around that one thing you can now count on yourself for. And a revolutionary, use a calendar. One of the main ways to anchor tasks is to time block out free time, eating time, showering time, workout time, just so you can get a visual on what your day is actually like and how much time is realistically available to you. Again, don't set crazy reminders or things that you will eventually start to ignore if you don't stick with them. Start off slowly and use the calendar as a planning skeleton and work over time to adhere to it. I love you guys. Anchor your tasks and stop sinking. Everything you are waiting to be and do is just waiting for its own place in your day, in your life. Give it the room and respect to have you have you unencumbered during a regular time. Have all of you and watch it take a life of its own. May your anchor tasks and anchor purpose lead you to the harbor of your dreams. See you in the next one. Well, the party is, the party is, the party is.